I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hey, what's going on, my good people? Happy Sunday. Oh, oh I'm just kidding. Oh, are you I'm using Jack Monday? You, hey, you, you know guys what? hear me, right? <laughs> that's <laughs> okay. Jack. <laughs> it's quarantine, and I feel like that's what happened. No one ever knows the day it is, and you're allowed. So it's right, it could be, be Thursday. Who, who cares? It's not important, Seriously, right? The days feel the same. I will say that I'm enjoying the weekdays more because they seem to go by quicker when I have something to do. The weekends have been where I start to feel a little stir-crazy where I'm just like losing my mind a little bit. Really? Well, we'll jump yeah. into that because on this episode, this is Super Soul Sit Down, you guys. So welcome. This is the after show for Oprah's podcast, Super Soul Conversations. And it was really nice because this Super Soul conversation was a safer at home conversation between Oprah and none other than Alicia Keys. So if you don't know who Alicia Keys is, she is a 15-time Grammy award-winning singer, songwriter, and now author of the book, um, More She's Incredible, A Journey. It's so incredible. So I'm your host, Jamie Alexander, reporting from my bedroom. And I'm with the incredible Haley J. What's up, guys? Hoping everyone is staying safe and healthy in this crazy time. And especially this week, I know we are embracing for what they say is going to be the worst. So I think this podcast with Alicia Keys, just her calm and her zen. For me personally, I feel like I'm in a better mental space after hearing that. So I'm really excited that we get to talk about this one in particular today. Yeah, I was going to ask you. So overall, just the podcast overall, you said you felt peace and you could obviously yeah. feel her energy. What else did you think about the conversation she, Alicia Keys had with Oprah? It was, it was what I expected. And that's what I was happy to get from her. She just has a peace about her. And you just, even though we are in such a chaotic time, something about just listening to her talk is very calming for me I feel like she could easily be one of those voices on the meditation apps because even when you see her host shows like the Grammys she's she's so calm about it and she it's just a very natural thing and I I do think some people are just born with that initial instinct and she is one of those people so I I loved it I was excited to see her when her name popped up yeah I think Oprah agreed I had was cracking up at Oprah because I totally understood when she was like you know how people close letters like love and light, love and light, yeah, love yeah. and light. But like Alicia Keys really is Practices love and light. So exactly. Yeah. And that <laughs> that was funny because it's true. Sometimes, you know, you get this, you know, blessings and whatever, mm-hmm. but it's like, are we really walking it? Do yeah. we embody the energy? And obviously Alicia Keys does. I got so much value like you said, from just hearing her speak. And I love when we get to connect with celebrities on this level because it helps humanize. Like, yes, she's won 15 Grammys. Yes, she's this and that. But she's also just someone navigating life like Mm -hmm. we are. So She's um, a supporter for other women, first and foremost. And I really, really respect that. She's just a warrior for the people that maybe don't have the voices. And we'll get into that with her song, Underdog. And of course, I have to download that immediately. But it is one of just those kind of mantras that make you feel like she sees you. And I think feeling that from someone of her statue can go a long way for someone. And I also liked how she, she was very honest about this time in quarantine. And I know you've still been working. So our experiences are different, but she was saying how probably what you feel in this time that she doesn't have a lot of time for herself. She was saying that there's almost less personal space because now she's taking on the role of the teacher plus the mom plus 
you know, her kids calling her a mean teacher. That was really funny. What do you think about that and her, her perspective of not bored and going crazy? Yeah, you know, a lot of my friends with kids are experiencing a different kind of challenge than I. Um, I do still have to go to work. Um, I have time for myself on my days off um, and still after work. That's a whole thing, but... <laughs> You know, I know the people with kids, there's nowhere to get away now. The kids aren't going to school away. Yeah. They're not getting those moments and those breaks. So I definitely know that it's a blessing to get the quality time, but it's also a challenge to find the quality time for yourself. Because I know a lot of my friends who have children, it's like, mom, can I get a snack? Mom, can I watch this? Mom, can I have my mm -hmm. iPad? Mom, what are you doing? It's like, mom is in the bath with her wine. So it's right. like, I hope that her and Swiss Beats are finding balance in that. And so if you guys don't know who her husband is, Swiss Beats, he is one of my favorite producers. So just one track he did, if you guys know, bring them out, bring them out. <laughs> I, I did a hip hop dance to that when I was younger. <laughs> yeah. So that's Swiss Beats. And I love his um, very balanced nature and everything that Oprah had to even say about their union, which I was excited to bring this up to you, Haley, because we have done a show on Gary Zukov um, from the Seat of the Soul. Uh, yeah, the Seat of the Soul that he wrote. And, um, you know, he talked about a strong spiritual partnership between equals um, for the purpose of spiritual growth. And for Oprah I to identify that. that Alicia Keys and Swiss Beats have found that in their union, that's banging. So I know she might not have personal time and it's a little bit of a shift. But I don't doubt that she can handle it. Just like everything yeah. else she so gracefully handles. Well, you're right. I feel like part, find, finding the right partner is about building your foundation. They become part of your foundation. So just you continue building when you have that solid ground. And so much of that comes from the people you have around you and the people that are either going to support you or bring you down. And protecting your energy, in a sense, is really important in who you choose to bring into your space. Well, look, she's like such great friends with Oprah. Oprah like considers yeah, only I her and Ava, Ava DuVernay as a daughter. Like she feels like right. a mother figure to them. Like Maya Angelou was to her. That is Can you adopt like, me, Oprah? <laughs> oh my God, please. Me yeah, too. Yeah, what, what an ultimate compliment just to truly. have someone like Oprah consider you so close. I, I truly think Alicia is deserving. I say Alicia, we're on first name basis. Miss Keys, <laughs> you know, just Alicia, our homegirl. <laughs> and then what do you think about the whole concept, of, which we've said before, and I still stand by this, is this crisis coming to teach us something. And, and then they just yeah. talked about what they've learned. And she learned that maybe, I'm sure she did know this before, but just that her family is good together. And sometimes you need these moments of pressure. And just when you don't get those breaks and you're constantly with family members all adjusting to new lifestyles because even if you're a little kid you're used to a routine in some sense yeah. so everyone coming together putting aside maybe things that they wanted to do or don't want to do whatever the case is you're all adjusting together so to see your your family thrive in this time of hardship has got to be really rewarding yeah you know at the end of the podcast was beats popped on and shared his view on it saying that this thing is here to teach us patience and patience is something that, you know, I'm reading the book, this book, um, High Performance Habits. And it, one of the exercises is it has you put an alert on your phone, maybe three times during the day. Cause you know, on iPhone, when you get an alert, it pops up on your screen mm -hmm. and to write down three things that you want, three traits that you want to continue to embody. So mine is being patient, classy, and a visionary. So every time oh I see that patient, 
it always pops up at the right time because I'm like, it's, it's allowing me to catch myself when I think I'm rushing ahead. As we all know, this is not the season of planning, rushing. I mean, don't get me wrong, plan, do, grow. But at the same time, it's a different kind of planning. Because when this year, when 2019 was ending, tell me if you were on this page too with everyone else, like 2020 is going to be my year. We had all these plans. Everything was written 100%. out. 100%. Oh my and, God. <laughs> and look, like I was planning to travel more than I've ever traveled. I... <laughs> so funny the place I wrote my notes for the show I actually wrote them over my plans for February March July because wow. it was blank and there was no way for me to fill it there's nothing to put there so I put my notes it's, for the show there <laughs> it's crazy how it does give you a such perspective because even though we had all these plans and there could be all these what ifs you have to trust that the timing for whatever reason like I obviously you know I wanted to see my sister and I'm lucky that those were the kind of things I had to cancel. I'm not one of those people that had to cancel a wedding or something that really right. could have been a way bigger deal. So I just, I have to believe that we have to be thankful for what we have and just be hopeful for a better tomorrow. But And being okay with the unknown. Like yeah, we've gotten so used to dictating huge. everything. It's mm -hmm. like, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I don't know what's going to happen in 10 minutes. And I'm becoming more and more okay with that. That's mm -hmm. helping produce patience. Because I think what makes us anxious is like, this was supposed to happen at this time and it didn't. How can I make, or this date is coming up, this yeah. time is coming up. Why, why, why? And right now it's like, mm, are we going to get 30 more days of quarantine? Do we have a summer? Uh, do we, like now it's yeah. allowing us to just get in touch with what's important to us, which Alicia Keys spoke a lot about, especially with the book that she wrote. Yeah. What did you think about some of the stuff that she shared from her book? Well, I just think, again, she's just a very honest and open person. So um, I know that she talked about details, which I don't want to jump too far ahead, but for the news was that um, details on being manipulated by a photographer at 19 years old. So things like that, that are really vulnerable and, and really real. You know, I, I, I'm very curious and I, I do want to read the book because, you know, I read now. So I want to add that to my, Good for my you. list next. But what did you think about it? So I thought that um, it was very important because she said something about express, discover, claim. And she was talking about for yourself. And to hear somebody of such stature with 15 Grammys who just finished a book, whose play mom is Oprah, to still talk about having to take the time to navigate and finding her true self, her real self, her core self, expressing herself. What does that look like? I'm really relieved and very into it because my perception of Alicia Keys is that she's walking in purpose. She was molded at a young age. She knew what she wanted to do from the outside looking in. It seems very linear, but I feel like in this book, we're getting an opportunity to see again, no, she goes through what we go through. And I know in my downtime, cause I took some time off work, I've been able yes. to think more about what, who am I really? If God knew me before he put me in my mother's womb, which is what the Bible talks about. If I was, because if you're going to create something, it comes from a thought first. So if I was God's thought, what did he think when he put me? No, it as, trips me out all the little things that had to fall in line just perfectly for you to be here. You know, like even when it comes down to like your parents being at the perfect place, the right timing, the right conversation, 
that gives me yeah. hope when I don't feel too good about myself sometimes. If I'm like, you know what? I technically every single person is a miracle that so many things have to fall it's, in line for us to be created. Nobody has it in the bag. So, and gives us more space for infinite possibilities as opposed to what we've been taught. Cause I know when I was younger, I was like, I'm going to be a lawyer and I'm going to have a drop. So it's like, it's giving me the immediate family that maybe wants to have them because it's like, mm-hmm. sure, maybe you do want the kids and you do want the this or that. And maybe pieces of that are part of your plan, but how much can we let go? How comfortable oh, can yeah. we get with not knowing? And I think part of that comfortability with not knowing comes from knowing who you are, what makes you tick, what, you know, I've been thinking a lot about that lately when it comes to being intentional and in purpose. And when something like the coronavirus flips your world, you start to think about, and I think we spoke a little bit about this last week, how to be more meaningful. And I still think the only way you can do that is to look within, check in with yourself, look at your own journey and think about times along your journey when you were able, when were you shining? When was everything you were doing so big that you know you your energy was changing lives and things like that. Mm -hmm. I'm starting to kind of like write some of that stuff down and be way more cognizant of it. So that way I can create more of it, you know, that takes me. Yeah. Well, I think one of those, and I think why you're doing something, then like truly, why are you doing it? If you're doing it because of other people, then you're setting yourself up for failure. If you're doing it, even if it's something that doesn't make you happy, if you're saying, I know I'm only doing this in this time period, for financial reasons, at least you know why, but to just do something because you're I'm sure many of us do. <laughs> and when and it's things- easy to fall into that trap, we do what we think we're supposed to. Well, yeah, I mean, we're so inundated all the time. That's why, you know, as I said, last show, I, I feel bad for the people who are losing their lives during coronavirus. This is not a game. People are losing their mothers, daughters, aunties, husbands, all kinds of things. Um, but at the same time, as life does go on, I do think it's important that we kind of shook all of this stuff away because we're just way too inundated. Even I think a little bit of the celebrity power is losing it. Not that people shouldn't be into celebrities and when people are talented and doing things and blessing people, I think that's important. However, everything has shifted. Everybody's mind is in a different place than it normally is. And that is good. A lot of media outlets have been saying that where it's almost like it doesn't matter if you're a celebrity. A lot of people don't care and I mean it it depends who you're paying attention to there's celebrities that I still like to see what they post and the normalcy of it all but yeah you're right this is this is a disease that can affect anyone and no one is above it and in a way I think that's what is beautiful about it where it can bring us together because we see that no one is above this yeah Alicia Keys and Oprah said it too and not only that but Alicia Keys was talking about not being afraid to let your light shine. Don't be afraid of how bright you are. So maybe this will also give people a chance to see how bright they are. Now people are like, oh my God, thank you to grocery store workers. You know, I had to have somebody come to my apartment. I think I might have little termites. That's TMI, but the window, (laughs) I noticed something. But just the fact that he came, I found myself so much more grateful for his presence. He's not just some vendor that the apartment, I'm like, thank you for coming out in this time to treat yeah. my window. You know, it's honorable at this point. It's like, you're out here, Absolutely. you're still working. I appreciate you. I'm, I'm tipping more, I'm tipping higher. I'm, and I've 
not like I'm bawling out of control, but I've also been able to shift my mindset to like, mm-hmm. this is not a time to be stingy and in lack, blah, blah, blah. I want to give out the abundance that I want the universe to give back to me. And now yeah. is an important time to be in alignment back. with that. Okay. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And I don't mean this to sound like, oh, look at me. I'm so noble. Cause God knows that like, oh yeah, so <laughs> many people doing amazing things, but yeah. <laughs> I did jump on the like, thank you note train. So I gave it to someone when I, I went to this little market down the road and I gave it to her and she looked at me like she was just like so thankful and, and so happy that I gave her the note. And I'm like, I'm glad I did that. And I'm not, you know, it wasn't on any fancy card. It was just literally on paper. That. but I think just a gesture and Alicia talks about that and how you can, we need each other so much more in this moment and just with meditation and prayer and how that's helped her. And she just said that, you know, she hopes just like we hope that when this is over, we do appreciate human connection so much more. And I really hope that it's not one of those things where time passes and we kind of forget and we go back to being a-holes again. You know what I mean? I hope that we remember this moment and how much we just appreciate being out with our friends or going to the grocery store when you don't really need anything just to browse around or just talking to people. Like I miss that, but I'm so thankful that that's, that that's my major concern. You know what I mean? I'm so thankful that that's what I miss the most. And I'm not, you know, I'm just from my hometown. I saw a girl and I didn't know her personally, but her dad from my hometown just passed. And it's like, it it hits different when it's, when it's a place you grew up and it's hard. And I just, it, I struggle because I'm from Florida and right now I don't feel that proud to be from Florida because a lot of the things I've seen and, you know, I'm not going to blame Florida for some people's poor decisions, but I just, I hope people take it seriously because it is serious. And if you're not getting it by now, it's like, come on, like, this is not just about you. It's about humanity showing up for humanity and like, let's stay in for this time so we can live our lives again. You know, like we have to make sacrifices and I stand for anything in life. Yeah, you know, I completely agree. And one, it just warms my heart to see, you know, people doing gestures like the thank you card. It's the kind of stuff we need. And I understand your disappointment in Florida um, because if there's any correlation, sometimes I'm very disappointed in this country. I mean, from the way we've started to some of the things that we do, how at times we prioritize business over people. I just hope this whole thing gives us um, an opportunity to go a little bit deeper. And one thing that Alicia Keys talked about when she was going deeper is, and this is the mindset and actions I hope we can all take from this, but when she had to pull from herself when she did the tribute hours after Kobe passed away, mm-hmm. to oh, sit down in meditation and honor the intention and purpose behind their unbreakable bond is powerful so powerful that she was able to take that grammy performance and just wrap us all up in that love while we're traumatized over that like can you imagine it's i was just, just gonna like, say to be the pressure, one vessel the pressure the, the pressure alone to host the grammys is insane for anyone but to follow up on such a traumatic event where you're you're caught somewhere in between a lot of people probably not caring at all about the Grammys anymore because Correct. life just got so much bigger. So for her to find this balance of I still want to celebrate music, I still want to celebrate this event, but I want to do it in the perfect way that's not tone deaf to what just happened, but to also honor this event. Like that's a, that's a really hard thing to do. And I think she did it beautifully. I think 
And that, that's just something that I don't think anyone could have done. I think someone like Alicia Keys was perfect to take on that responsibility because she understood the magnitude of how serious it was and how she had a responsibility to make sure she portrayed that properly. But the beauty of that is I definitely agree. She's the perfect person for the job. But what I think is beautiful about it is we all have the capacity to carry that responsibility. And as yeah. things are unfolding, because it went from that to this, to, you know, as things are unfolding, I think her being on the front lines as a leader to show how deep and intentional and purposeful we can get on behalf of each other, that it's going to trickle down. And a lot of us will find ourselves in more positions and should be jumping for more positions to be opportunities to be responsible, be responsible yeah. for setting the intention. When you walk into a room, you know, I remember when I moved to New York before I had moved there, I was so depressed. I feel like I couldn't see beyond myself. And when you take yourself out of your normal environment and you're forced to start looking around, you become more present. And I'll never forget just seeing a woman, she was crossing the street and she was just weeping. And I was so, so Alexa, ah, <laughs> and I was so in tuned and open and my heart was open that I started crying too. So I immediately, I didn't approach her. I didn't anything, but I started praying in the spirit for her. Now I'm one person. I don't know her this or that, but imagine if we all carried that just a little yeah. bit more of a keen eye, just a little bit more love, a little bit more intention about how we want to show up and make it our responsibility. I, love that. I think she's a reflection of that. Yeah. And I feel like, that's not just like something that randomly happened. I felt like there was something in the world, some force in the universe, God, whoever it may be that told you this person needed you and you responded. You know? And that's, that is beautiful. Cause that's just, that's just like putting aside your own thoughts, your own problems for a second, just to focus on a stranger. And that might seem so simple, but that is a big deal because, you know, I can't say I've done that in a really long time where I just, you know, obviously I want to be as kind as possible, but just to really focus all my energy and, and pray that this person's going to be okay. And just to really slow down and think about it. And even if you have to make like a, a business call or something to, again, thank the people that are, are working and just ask how they're doing. Cause I'm sure, you know, they're working from home, they're struggling. They might have kids. So just, it's, it's, you don't have to have a three hour conversation with someone, but just say, Hey, I hope you're staying healthy. You know, just bring that humanity back to it a little bit. And I think those small little gestures are how we fix the world. Just like yeah. you said, imagine if everyone did that, how much better off we would be as a whole. Like it'd be incredible. It would be so incredible. So hopefully the slowing down is introducing it, um, you know, to us. And I, you know, I think I really enjoyed covering this. So before we chit chat about her music, which I want you to, I want to know what you thought about her songs, but um, one thing that <laughs> she yeah, one thing that she said that I've also been thinking a lot about during this time is um, you start to think that others have answers about you better than you. And sure, there yeah. are experts out there. No, nobody's saying don't grab a mentor. Nobody's saying nobody can teach you anything, but nobody knows you like you. Right. So it's just time to be courageous about who we are, because I'm telling you how we show up is what we were designed for. The quicker we can get to, not even the quicker, because I don't want to put pressure on it, but the more cognizant we are of getting to the core of who we are and knowing how much power we have within is an opportunity to show up in these times 
for whatever each of us are here for. We have a purpose and it's no coincidence that you're alive and I'm alive at this time. We're doing this podcast and everything else that's going on is like you, we were saying earlier, you said there's little things that happen that line up and this is part of it. So how intentional can you get about your moments and how courageous can you be about when you know, you just know you can take advice, but I know me. Do you find yourself wavering sometimes on like, Oh, maybe I I don't know. Yeah, I absolutely do. And I I think that comes down to being rooted and grounded. And I I will be honest that I'm definitely still working on that. And as I get older, I'm confident to say that I'm seeing the progress being made. But I think, and I, again, I don't want to jump too far ahead, but the poll question regards just trusting your gut. And I do struggle with that. Sometimes I, I, I don't know if the voice is right or not. And I am a big overthinker. So I think that also takes a toll. And when you think about things too much, obviously it's really hard to see things clearly, but I'm working on it. You know, like I'm, I'm accepting myself to where I am, but I, I hope to be at a point where I 1000% can stand in my decisions because I, I know me better than anyone else does. God, that's powerful. I love it. it. (laughs) We're all working on it, honey. Trust. And then to just be like, I'm okay with that. I'm working on it. You know, I'm okay that I, I don't quite know every part of myself yet, but I'm only 26. So like, I'm, I don't think I'm supposed to know yet. There's no age. I know my morals. I know what I'll stand for and what I won't, but at the same time, yeah, I think there's a lot of learning that is still yet to come. Yeah, I'd have to agree. I definitely, I'm going to share a quick story um, about the poll because something came to me, but um, we got serenaded with three songs from Alicia Keys just in the privacy of her home on the piano. Um, which one was your favorite? Or tell me what you thought about the music. Give me some Underdog. feedback as you sing. <laughs> Underdog yeah. is my favorite right now. Um, she just, just the way she puts, puts it into motion so quickly, yeah. that to me is a true artist where, you know, you there's a lot of talent out there, but you can tell the ones that are just so connected to their music in that way where it doesn't matter where they are. They're not going to be like, oh, my throat's a little dry. You know, we know (laughs) I've done that before. So just to have someone, yeah, just to have someone so authentically and beautifully and not ever in a way that comes off like she's bragging or boasting, but just sharing her gifts. That's always how it comes across to me when she sings that she just wants to share her voice with the world because it's beautiful. And why hide something so beautiful from people? Yeah, well said. I mean, I think you nailed it. That's kind of what I got from it. It's just, I don't feel like she's trying to show off or sell or do anything. Mm -hmm. She's just sharing her gift and her authentic lyrics and thoughts and it comes across and I enjoy it every time. I don't know what the last song, was it You Are Enough? I don't remember the name of the final song that was new, but I was like, ooh, when she really got into it, I was like, yeah, I'm feeling that. There's, there's so much soul behind it. Do you know so what my favorite part was, though, outside of her singing was when she said that she doesn't say can't and if and fail. She says right. when. And I just mm-hmm. think the small things of changing your vocabulary and even maybe just being more cognizant of how many times do I say can't or fail and and even the dialogue between my roommates and I when we talk about the future instead of being like one day you know, if I make it big, we start saying, nope, when I make it big and right. when I do these things, because I think just changing the dialogue to yourself is how you believe it. Don't leave any room yeah. for resistance or doubt, you know, allow it. Yeah. Yeah. I've been reading that Ask and It Shall Happen book. 
Oh, I love it. I think that'll be next on my list after it was given. I'll try that one with uh, Abraham Hicks. Okay, it's all good. But um, yeah, she was talking about how words have power. Um, So be mindful of that. And actually, I just caught one quote that she said um, that was really beautiful also. Um, And this touched me. I think I'm going to write it down somewhere. But when you love someone, you love their journey. That is also another yeah, very compassionate it. statement. Oh, did you? It's so compassionate. Like, what did yeah. you feel? I just felt like I would want somebody to do that for me. And I would be happy to learn mm-hmm. and love somebody for their journey, especially because I understand mine. I can see myself. I would love to be cognizant of that intention with everyone I, I think, meet. I think it's, um, I think it's more deeply impacted than just that simple sentence because to me, I, I 100% believe that people have the ability to change and to grow and to get better and to not be defined by what they may have done in the past. However, I would, to really love someone's journey, I would need to see that they want to progress. You know what I mean? As, as far as if someone's just, you know, sitting on the couch all day, quarantine life, not a part of this, but in their normal day, if they, if they don't have drive, I could see myself being frustrated and not loving that. But if I see someone came and they're now working towards it, then I see that as all aspects of them towards their growth. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I mean, you know, yeah. And I mean, the beauty of it is, you know, for me, um, well, we're both Geminis. And I think one Mm -hmm. of the best things for me is uh, my ability to understand. So even when people are, not being ambitious or not trying to change or not, I can still sympathize and understand and respect that part of the journey because I also know that life is taking them down their path, their road. Um, you know, sometimes for example, Oh, very, I can just, and sometimes you don't want to push too hard, say too much too, because people are not always ready to face their stuff. And that there was a period of time where that was me, where it was like, I'm making repeated dumb decisions and I don't care. Now I'm just going to drink. So it's Mm -hmm. just like, I wasn't ready to say, all right, let's, let's look at these demons, you know? So being able to understand that for someone else and still loving them for their journey Mm -hmm. also gives people the grace that we need when we're not in position either. Well, and I think just having that perspective of realizing that, you know what, if I can come through this and I can understand someone else is there too. So Just that I, I think all those things make you a kinder and more understanding person. And then sometimes when we go through these awful times and we just want to be like, why is this happening? Maybe it's, Ooh. yeah, it's for us, but maybe we needed to become that person to then be there for other people in such a stronger way. And without those experiences, we would not have molded in the way that we are now. And could not save the people that we're sent to save. And I don't mean mm-hmm. save, like, I mean, we're not God, but... Um, there's a quote that we used to say when I was doing group therapy and it was, what if at the end of your life, God showed you all the people you were sent to help, but didn't, I mean, could you imagine looking at all these lost souls that were waiting for you to talk about your heartbreak oh that were waiting that for just you gave to talk me about, chills. do you know what I mean? It's a yeah. big deal. So this is that purpose work. We, everything you said is so true. Our trials suck as they may if we can just take a moment to have the perspective that, all right, God, you know, I got to get through it, but one day I am going to help someone get through it. And here's how I got through it. And here's how I'm going to help them. So it does become a little bit more beautiful and life becomes more meaningful 
when you look at it that yeah. way, <laughs> even when it hurts. <laughs> yeah. And then I just, I always say this, but I think it all comes back down to a balance of, you know, make sure you're just not doing things to check it off the list and being like, oh, I'm helping this person, volunteering to this person, make sure that your connection is still there. So maybe, yeah. maybe if you're doing less things, but more heartful and more connected to them versus doing all these things for what reason back to that kind of thing. It's just like feeling in alignment with what works for you. And it might not be the long list of things, but it just might be the meaning behind what you're able to do. Well, gosh, I think that is the perfect time and segue to talk about the super soul poll, because I think there's something in that poll that speaks to what you just said. So why don't we jump into some news and gossip? Let's do it. And my poll question was, do you guys agree with this statement? Would you believe this is true? And Oprah actually said this in the podcast. She said, every good decision you've ever made comes straight from the gut. And this one was pretty 50-50. We had 42% say yes and 58% said no. So more people did not agree. And I got to say, I am somewhere in the middle because back to what we said about, I think, trusting your gut means trusting exactly who you are. And I do trust myself, but it's still, I don't always know if my gut decisions are correct. So I think it's just building and building a stronger foundation within yourself. So looks like a lot of people will struggle with this as well. What do you yeah. Think? Well, I did vote something that, especially the more I include meditation in my life, is just com- becoming hands down the truth. And what I loved about what you said about helping people and not making a list and all this and that. One thing I personally feel like I discovered is when I put those alerts on my phone about the person I want to be, I included visionary because in my mind, a visionary is someone who can follow the leadings of their intuition, one aligned action step at a time and do so with wisdom. That's why we go through what we're going through. So this whole, this Super Soul Poll kind of wraps up the whole conversation with Alicia Keys, especially with her book, where she talks about the importance of knowing who you are um, and walking through that with courage. Because I have seen the most magical things happen in the past week, and it came from my gut. It came from me listening to tip that, give her $10, uh, call this person, did everything that I did and I didn't even know why I was doing it. Tied to, I started writing down, I have another book and it's so funny that I found this halfway empty journal to use and it's my old Oprah's Life class oh book. Oh my God. So, it. you know, what I've been doing is taking time to write down the signs and omens that mm-hmm. I get every day. So by the end of the day, I'll have seen two or three things connect. Like, wow, if I didn't call my grandma, wow. I wouldn't have been able to tell my sister this. If I didn't give her that. She... So there's something really huge about yeah. being able to trust your gut and moving on it, y'all. It is where the magic is. I, and I'm, I'm walking it a little by little. And sometimes I have these moments where, oh, I know that's my gut and doing it. But now in my goal being a visionary, I want to live my life that way because this is how I feel like you're going to be able to boldly walk in the unknown if you can trust the leadings within. That's to me one of the only ways yeah. you're going to be able to do it with courage. Because you know that you can trust regardless and not to be confusing because I said before we have to know why we're doing things but I think it's it's different if you can trust the intention and the guidance is going to be in a positive direction 
it's okay in those situations to not necessarily know all the details, but you know why you're going in that direction because of that initial trust. Yeah. Just to not like be hypocritical from what I said before, but. No, but it's like both sides of the scale because, you know, there is a knowing to things. Like I know that, you know, my personal purpose, I want to create love culture. I want people to feel like they can be their authentic self around me. I want, so there is like an underlying knowing of a why and what I want and what I'm going for. And that just opens me up to, okay, if that's the type of person I am and how I want to show up, what is going to keep flowing through me? She said mm-hmm. her husband, Swiss Beats, is a conduit. He is great. He can make a beat in 10 minutes because he's open to where the magic happens. Yeah. And this is something where we can all live our lives. Alicia Keys is very, okay, I know this, I know this, I know that, but they're good. You know, you got to bring that magic in. And I think it's both sides of it. I don't think it's one or the other at all. Yeah. It's both that make Well, even work. just that sentence alone, being open to letting the magic happen, you know, just not feeling like, even though, and that's quarantine, right? Not knowing yeah. what's <laughs> yeah. going to happen and thinking the worst, but maybe we sh- there's magic that's going to happen in this time. And maybe like you said, when we start seeing the signs and start slowing down, that's when we see. Yeah. And it's worth investing in because I think it'd be a life changer for everyone. So this was such an amazing conversation. No, I, I really this. hope. Yeah. I hope everybody watching you guys got as much value out as we did. Um, I think that would be a great time to dive into our special segment, Own Your Soul, where we take time to talk about the ways we're going to continue to evolve our soul as the week goes through, either something we learned from this podcast or something we've seen online previously in this week. So Haley, how do you feel like, what are you going to take with you to just kind of continue to evolve your soul um, into the next week? Well, just really quickly before saying that, I do want to say um, if anyone's interested to checking out her, um, we have a link for from page6.com, the details of Alicia Keys and kind of a little teaser for what she talks about in her book as far as her experience being manipulated as by the photographer when she was 19. It's an interesting piece for sure. Um, But as far as owning my soul, I caught myself, you know, in this time where I have no reason to rush, right? Like, for the exception of maybe going to my employer's house every now and then in the grocery store, I'm not really needing to be anywhere. And I still caught myself feeling this pressure to get these things done. And I'm thinking, you know, this is what I love about myself, that I am self-motivated and I have lists of things to do. But then I also felt myself getting stressed and anxious because I didn't read yet or I didn't do yoga yet. Wow. And I'm thinking, I was just like, Haley, what are you doing? Like this, like <laughs> these are suggestions in case you get bored. These are not meant to stress you out. This is supposed to make you feel better. So that was me having this realization of, you know, I'm creating this anxiety. I'm fully the one creating this. So let me catch it and let me stop. So that was just kind of me being a little bit more patient with myself and that I'm, I'm glad that I keep the wheels turning and I'm not bored, but I also, I don't need to stress about it at the same time, especially now. Like what, what am I doing? So just, um, being mindful of when I'm being crazy, basically. (laughs) I love it. And I have a good exercise for you because obviously I'd be on Hmm. the same page and something that's been working for me because I have been meditating more is 
you know, and I might've said this before, but it's the realization that our bodies get addicted to the way we feel. So sometimes it's just like, we don't know that we're addicted to the anxiety we get in rushing ourselves because it's five o'clock and we usually rush ourselves at this time because now it's time to dinner. Yeah. Like our body gets addicted. But one thing that you can do is it's so beautiful. One that you're noticing it. Cause that is the main thing to do, but separate your mind and your body. I literally speak out loud, especially cause I'm here by myself, but I have to tell my body, Nope, you're not in charge. Like get up. We're doing this. So when I'm meditating, Mm -hmm. I make sure sometimes I catch myself, like you said, wanting to get up and check my email. Like, really, is it going to be that deep right now? I can't finish my meditation. So in my meditation, I'll tell my body, no, no, I know you want to get up, but we're not done here. I'm back in charge. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not going to allow my body to start craving, feeling anxious. No, 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 no. We got Mm -hmm. things to do. Like, I got to tell my body. I think the key is to like turn your phone over. Cause once you see one thing, your mind's like, Oh, then I should check my bank account. Then I should write that person back. And it's like, stop. Girl, my phone could be in the other room and my body will be like, it's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. But I agree with what you said. I never thought about that, that we maybe are just so conditioned to constantly addicted. And you know me, I'm so confined by time. Sometimes I just wish I didn't even have a clock. Cause I feel like that's my biggest like demon. Just like what time is it? Am I on track? And it's just like, it gets overwhelming sometimes, but I saw in quarantine that I fully create that. And it's just finding the balance where I know structure is important, especially when going back to work, you know, I'm going to need that structure, but I need to run it. It doesn't need to run me. And then also forgiving myself if I want to do meditation more than once and not being like, why do you need to meditate again? You already did like, no, I'm stressed again. Meditate if I need Girl, to I've already that. meditated four times today, and today is a time. Yes. <laughs> exactly. That's how you change now. That's really right. Funny. <laughs> That's so funny. I love it. Well, I think for me, um, the ways I'm going to own my soul is um, I'm going to stay in the meditation thing, and I'm going to continue to strengthen the muscle within me that moves when I hear my spirit say something instead of thinking it's Mm. just so weird. Like there's just been a lot of, yeah. And like allowing it. Cause sometimes it's just weird. It's like, that's random. Do that for what? But now I'm going to start doing it Mm -hmm. and just seeing where it takes me because I'm seeing doing that little by little really. I mean, I have you guys with this man, this meditating is changing my life. Like I'll give you two really quick examples. Cause I know we're going to get out of here, but visualizing what you want to see in the future is working. One example was there was somebody at work. I wasn't so much getting along with, and I just visualized like harmony, her coming in. I could see her in my office. I can feel myself calm in my office instead of aggravated, da, 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 everything. So the next time I saw this person before the day ended, they came in my office, shut the door and was like, oh my God, thank you for your energy. I know we got off to a rough start, but I'm really excited about our team or da, 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 done, changed around. I've also been seeing money coming to me, expected money and unexpected money. Hey, hey. Well, and you just said you've been more gracious and you trusted that that's been correct. I, I wanted to do that too. And I actually, um, I did a little test with myself where I got like this really cool, a great deal basically on these products that I paid like eight bucks for, like what would have been over a hundred. And there was a particular item that I really wanted, but I'm like, I felt the need to give what I wanted most to my neighbor. 
And I'm like, no, why? But I was just, just like you said, where it's just like, if you just like feel like a voice told you, I'm like, I think this is going to be this. And I haven't gotten in the mail yet, but I'm like vowing to myself that I'm going to choose what I would want most personally and give it away. And See, I just think that's like a test for me to not be so selfish and like, I don't need it. Let's, I don't really need it, you know? And you never know why you got that leading. So um, it's important for us to follow that stuff. But yeah, just to, you know, wrap up the story. Um, the other day, just a, a day or two after I did this meditation and visual, visualization, somebody who was just grateful for something I did, PayPal'd me a couple hundred dollars. And that's wow. not small, you know? And wow. it's like, yeah. I took this person, I was helpful and honest. I see money coming to me. And these people in these, this time, they don't have, they don't have to, it was a gift. They were yeah. not responsible for paying me. It was their kindness. Wow. And I needed that money. <laughs> so That's like, who amazing. doesn't, right? Yeah, and I want to so- speak to your character really quickly, just saying that instead of being like, you know what, I'm going to show this girl, like I'm in charge and she's going to bow down. You visualize you guys working together as a team. And that's Perfect. why I think you're in alignment with you because there was just no fight there. It was all just like, there's enough for both of us. Let's, let's just love and not be in competition. And I really respect that. I had to do my part to let it go. I cannot control the actions of others, but I can control energy. Yeah. We, and so this is when you evolve, you learned, even when you're dating, whatever, you can't make your boyfriend do this. You can't make somebody, but you can control your energy and you can use the power of meditation and visualization to create right now, (laughs) create an environment. It works. And it's so funny because the day she, you know, came into my office and said that that was one thing, but the next day she wore the outfit. I saw in my visualization. And I've only seen this girl, but five Whoa. days. I don't know her like that. You're so even styling her, her and you're, I know. and what's so it's funny weird. is this was just talking about how things all line up. The last chapter I just read and asking it is given was on the concept of visualizing your reality. Like that's Get exactly it. it get into it. I love it. And so I'm going to, you know, keep working on that, but thank you guys so much for tuning in. I needed this. This was great to connect. The the energy I always leave feel it's like a yoga class. Like I just feel (laughs) like-minded and encouraged and we need that, especially this week is going to be hard. So again, I'm really thankful for opportunities like this to rise from the ashes for a bit. We're going to get through this guys. We will. Yes, we will. And we're going to be um, victorious on the other side. So if we just imagine if we all collectively saw that, like, can we focus on rather the news, rather than the fear, rather than the next two weeks are going to be the worst? We can be cognizant, but can we also think about, but yeah, in a month, whoo, this is going to mm-hmm. be cleaned up. This is going to be moved forward. This is going to be, or I can't wait. How can we collectively co-liberate <laughs> ourselves yeah. from this energy because I right. just believe it will create a wave that will help heal. It's going to be nurses and masks and vaccines, but it's also going to be love, frequency changes, good energy. It's going to be that too. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited. I'm really yes. excited for the future. Me too. Oh, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in. And please make sure to tune in to the same time, same place next week, Monday, 6, 15 p.m. on After Buzz TV. I'm your host, Jamie Alexander. And you can find me on Instagram at Jamie Alexander. It's J-A-I-M-I Alexander. And 
please click the link in my bio and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Okay. Hey. Cause your girl's putting up videos. So check me out. <laughs> and you can find me Instagram and Twitter at Hey J H A Y J underscore. And please vote every Sunday. We will be having those super soul polls coming at you and we love your feedback. So thank you guys for tuning in. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.